back to the All Things Gymnastics podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And this week, we're excited to share our conversation with rising super senior and Kentucky transfer Josie Angini. Josie was an integral part of Kentucky's success the past few seasons and is excited to be taking her talents to the School of Her Dreams at the University of Georgia for her final year of gymnastics. So we talked to Josie about that decision, what it feels like to fulfill her childhood dreams, and of course, the controversial meet against LSU this past season, where she got a redo on her beam routine following an equipment malfunction moment this set the gym tonight on fire. This is a good one. You guys are not going to want to miss it, so stay tuned. But first, we want to real quickly thank our Gold Medal Patreon supporters. Thank you to Kathleen R, Amy M, Lucy S, Kevin K, Becca S, Nina L, DFP, Blake B, Elaine E, Rydog, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, Milan W, M, and Derek H. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. And of course, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Your support allows us to continue doing this podcast every week and produce as quality of content as we can. It also helps us to give back to the gymnastics community through donations when those opportunities arise and also travel to meets across the country. So we really do appreciate each one of you. And of course, if you enjoy our show and you want to contribute, we will have a link in the show notes down below to our Patreon and you can learn more about the perks of each tier level and what you can do to support the show. Now, without further ado, please welcome to the show, Georgia Gym Dog, Josie Anthony. So, Josie Anthony, Georgia Gym Dog, how does that sound? Oh my god, my 13-year-old self would be like, jaw to the floor and not know what to say. I still, every time someone like says it, I'm like, I can't believe it's real now. Like, yeah, I did it. Like, it's crazy. So you've been a Georgia fan, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like, you grew yeah. up going to camps, and your, your mm-hmm. Twitter name, your Twitter <laughs> handle is Josie Jim Dog. <laughs> that's my, yeah, that's my Snapchat username, too. Like, literally, like, and that's the thing that, like, you know, you can't change. So that's the one where people at Kentucky, I'd be adding people, and they're like, why does it say Josie Jim Dog? I'm like, just, just, for, just don't even ask. Like, it's fine. Just ignore it. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I was like, just don't look at the username. It's okay. Like can't change it but yeah when I was um that's the first college team I ever watched loved it just it's the only really college team I'd watched when I was younger so I just like got obsessed with them and then my dad's a pilot for Delta so he like right here is in Atlanta all the time so I like always was like can I please come with you like I want to go to UGA he's like no we don't need to go every time so yeah I was here all the time what year was it when you first started watching college gymnastics do you remember like who was on the team and stuff at Georgia at that time I remember Brandy J being like my my idol. Like, yeah, loved her. I'm trying to think who else was on the team. Um, I know that that's whenever I was coming to camps so and I was getting recruited. So that was like a little bit later on. I can't remember when I started watching, but I know like I started watching Massive on TV in like 2008 or nine. So it's probably around there that I started, and then I started getting T-shirts and like actually wanted to come down here when I was 11 or 12. Okay, because Georgia was actually the first team that we started watching. Like that's really, how, yeah, that's how we got into college gymnastics. When Courtney Dupatz was on the team. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny. It's like full circle now. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So going back when you were younger and kind of going through the recruiting process, was Georgia somewhere? I mean, I'm assuming Georgia was on your list, but was that something that felt attainable to you at that point in time or, or realistic for you? Um, yes. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie, I was that kid that like there was nothing that was off the table in my mind. I could have like been 
an Olympian. Like at that point in my head, I was like, not actually, but like, I was one of those kids that I was like, oh, if I want it, like I can get it. Like I got it. Like, yeah, like a hundred percent. And I had people telling me left and right. They're like, oh, you should probably pick a more realistic school. Like you should probably look a little more in your um, range. And I was like, no, I think I got it. Like, so it was really like when I was getting recruited. Yeah. Like Dana Durante was still here and she was the coach at the time. So that's whenever um, I was trying really hard to come here. And I did get offered a walk-on spot originally here, but my club coach really kept pushing me. She's like, I think that you can get a full ride somewhere. Like, I think you really like deserve one, like the way that you, because I came from, I don't know if you guys have seen like the Twitter videos I've been posting, my TikToks recently from like when I was like eight, I was the kid that chucks my body around everywhere. I did not know what the word tight meant. Like I literally nothing, like I came from me being super stubborn being like, I just want to do all the skills to like actually being able to do them well. So it was a long road, but um, so I really thought that I could come here and like be a good addition to the team and it just didn't end up working out of it like at first, but yeah. So I definitely thought it was something that I could do and I was really upset whenever it didn't work out of it originally, but yeah. I think it makes it better now. So yeah. yeah. Well, how hard was that for you to let that go? Knowing that was something that you had kind of envisioned since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. How hard was that? It was really hard. Like I came, I remember coming home the day of practice and my coach like told me that she told um, the UGA coach no to the walk-on spot and that I was going to keep looking for scholarships. I remember coming home to my room. I had a UGA Boulevard sign up on my wall. I had a UGA pillow pet. Like, and I just remember like being like, do I take it down or what do I do? Like, I don't, and I was just kind of like, well, where do, where do I want to go now? Like I, cause I really wasn't even considering anything which I was still 13 so I had a long time to figure it out but yeah at that time I was like I don't even know what to do with myself now so I just it took my mom said it took about two weeks for me to kind of pipe up again and be excited about trying to look at colleges and stuff so then how did Kentucky come about for you were you looking at other schools was it just Kentucky I guess what was the decision making process like so I was kind of, the advice I was given um, from a lot of the girls that were from Prestige, like that were older than me, they were like, go to a couple of small ones that are a little closer um, around Pennsylvania. Cause like you can, like, if you can get some experience talking to coaches, you're 13, 14 years old. So you like, don't know how to do that yet. Like, you know that. So they were like, go get some experience. So I went around, I think my first one was like UNH. And then my gym was really close with Maryland at Penn State, obviously, cause they're right next to it. So like I would visit them, all of that. And then I started thinking, okay, if I can't go to Georgia, I really want to go to an SEC school. So I started looking at SEC schools. And my biggest thing that, no idea why I've always wanted this. It's kind of like another reason I kind of wanted to come here like for a fifth year too, is like, I love helping programs. Like I don't, I never wanted to go to one that was already top three. Like I, I knew that if I really, really wanted to, I could probably go to a top three and compete one or two events. But I was like, I really want to like work my hardest, like help a team like develop into a family and like do all around and really like help people not only like from what I'm doing but like lead by example all of those things so that was a big thing like for Kentucky they were 25th when I committed and whenever I was like 14 so like every year they were getting better and better and I think that's when Alex Highland um, Dukes all of them came in and I was like okay like this team's really getting somewhere and like this is exactly what I wanted because like I wanted like to be on in high school, I was like, I want to be on an underdog team that like really surprises everyone. So I think that that's exactly what I picked. I think it was great. And it ended up being exactly what I wanted. So it was really cool that, and now here I was like, okay, obviously they had like a hard couple of years and like, there's more changes here than I thought that there were. Like when I stepped on campus, like I was like, okay, bringing in a couple new girls and like one new staff member, 
okay that's like but there's so much more behind the scenes that they've changed um like the uh strength and conditioning coach we got a new strength and conditioning coach will be the whole new plan Okay. And everyone just seems so like it's so cool that everybody here is like so excited to fix like everything and really like just get a new like new plan out there and really just get it rolling like it's so cool. That's why I originally picked Kentucky because I really wanted SEC which is it's all I've ever wanted anymore. It's just as cool as everyone says it is like it's awesome and I wanted to help a team build and I think that's exactly what I was able to do. When I was a recruit I remember seeing girls and I was like you should come to Kentucky with me. And they were like, who are you? And I was like, no, I'm serious. You're really good. Because like, Worley, I remember going up to her at a regionals when we when she was getting recruited. And I was like, so I heard you went on a visit. You should probably commit now. And she was like, what? How do you know I went? And I was like, I don't know. So it was funny. Just like, yeah. I love that. Well, Kentucky is like the perfect type of team because like you're, you're in the SEC and you get the SEC experience and everything that comes with that. But then, like you said, a program on the rise that's building, it's not like you're at the bottom of the rankings, but you know, you're, you're up there and getting better and better every year. So yeah, yeah I think that's perfect. And you can actually like compete and be in line and actually kind of stand out more. Whereas some of the other SEC schools like Florida or LSU, you're probably more going to like blend in just because there's so much depth and talent on those teams. So exactly, exactly. So did you go to public school or were you homeschooled? So I made it very complicated in high school. Actually, <laughs> I don't have a simple answer for that. Honestly, in um, sixth grade, I made a PowerPoint presentation begging my parents to let me go full cyber. I literally put it up on the TV. Like I figured it all out. I was like, these are the reasons why these are the girls that have done it and done well. And this is why I should go to, and they were sitting there like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, why are we looking at a PowerPoint about cyber school? Like, I'm like, and it was newer. Like they're like, what even does that mean? Like, so my coach was really big into it too. Um, and to try and girls, cause we had, you could practice either seven to 11, one to five or two to six. And then there was like a three thirty, seven thirty, which it was like, the coaches left by that point. So I was like, okay, when I switched over to this gym, like it's more like elite route or um, college. So like you really got to like give up some high school experiences is what I was trying to like explain to my parents. So in seventh grade, I went full cyber school. And then I realized I was like, okay, I'm not socializing enough for this. This is, I'm kind of going crazy. Um, <laughs> even though I was a gym rat, I was, my mom was like, you need to get out of the gym and do some stuff. And I was like, all right. So I went to my school somehow let me in eighth grade go Monday, Wednesday, Friday to school for three hours so that was my eighth grade I don't know how that was allowed or what was like because Tuesday Thursday we had eight to two practice so I was just not even showing up to school and I would do the rest online and then high school I went seven to eleven practice and then I would go to school for from 120 to 240 so I do math and science um in school because my mom was like okay that's not easy to teach yourself especially like in high school so I went and then I did that online so I so kind of combination yeah, and it would switch sometimes. Sometimes, like, I think there was my sophomore year, I think I went, okay, I'll go do school in the morning and then I'll do practice at night. So, like, I was switched around, but it was always, almost always more online than in school. Okay. So, then what was the transition like once you got to college? Because a lot's different. I think a lot of the athletes can struggle with that because a lot is different academically, socially. Yeah. And then also, gymnastics wise, you're, you're training less hours in the gym because you're yeah. kind of forced to. So, how was that transition for you? I honestly had one of the worst transitions to college that I have ever seen. I don't know if anyone ever even noticed. Like, I don't know what people thought of me coming into college. Like, on the, in the gymnastics world, I don't know if people thought I was going to be really good or like how I was going to go, but 
I came in and I was not used to like, like I said, like in-person classes really. I did like one, one a day, if that, and my school was so like, oh, if you need to travel, like we'll just do it online for you. So it was very like accommodated to me where I learned really quickly. I needed to, I had to follow the rules of all these things. Like I was never being disrespectful and all this stuff. It wasn't like that. It was more like, oh, wow. Like I have a structure and like it's set for me. I don't really get to say in it too much, especially like the first couple of years, like in college, like it's really like, okay, if you pick this major, this is your route your practice is now like it's gonna suck but you gotta get through it mm-hmm. um so my transition was I came like right off surgery I was still recovering so I really couldn't train with the girls so it was kind of awkward like coming into college just watching so there was the class schedule that I was struggling with a little bit and then there was like my foot I had less frank surgery so I had like a tightrope put through my bones to keep them all holding together it was like a major foot surgery that no one had ever even seen like to take care of so I was like I don't really know what to do and it was it was a really hard transition. The seniors really helped me. Alex Highland like kind of took me under her wing and like Aubrey Rosa. And they really were like, all right, listen, like it's going to suck. It's not going to be fun. You're going to be really tired. But you got to do all these things and you got to do them right. And I was like, okay. Like, so it took me a little bit. And once I started following, I realized really quickly, okay, like this is really fun if you do everything the right way. Like you can actually like, everything is really cool. You just need to listen and actually take it to heart and all that. So it was a really rough transition, and I'd say it took most of my freshman year to really get it out of the way. And that summer after my freshman year was when I really, like, came in and into place. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do one event in college. So that was, it was driving me crazy. I was like, I don't like sitting on the sidelines. Like, I love being, the, like, people's biggest cheerleader. I was like, but I think that that was my role my freshman year. But I was like, I think I'm, like, meant to do more than this. So it was a big transition, and it was a lot of naps, learning how to nap instead of <laughs> sleeping. Because we, yeah, we practice Kentucky actually practices 7 a.m to like 11 which most colleges don't do I did that all in high school so I was fine with that part it was just like oh wait now I have school like all day yeah that's brutal they I actually really like I think it's great what they do for their athletes because you get time like to actually be a person if you want to like they're like I could I had a job for a while I worked at a dance factory and I was like coaching little kids it was a cool way to get to like know the community oh but yeah, and there's like a couple girls that do some stuff like that. Um, because we're done. I was done every day by three o'clock after my freshman year. I was like, I have this whole day to myself. Like I can do anything. Like because we do lift two days, but right before practice, so it was everything was done with for the day. So it was it was different, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because a lot, like you said, a lot of teams they do it kind of reverse, where they have the girls have classes in the morning or sometimes in the afternoon, and then they have practice later in the day. Yeah. Um, but it kind of feels like the whole day is taken up, whereas it's exactly. not like you had a little more free time and can do yeah. other things. Yeah, which I think they wanted. Um, I think a lot of schools want you to kind of be with your team all day long. And it's kind of like kind of like a football program. I like to think like they kind of schedule it like that, where it's kind of like, OK, you have this with the team and you have that with the team. Where Kentucky was kind of like, OK, we're going to let you guys like if you want to live together, go for it. If you don't, you don't feel like you have to. If you want to hang out together and go get dinner later, like go for it. But we're not going to force you in a room together every day for 12 hours like it was very open and it was cool yeah very individualized yeah very yeah yeah so it seems like everything kind of clicked for you during your junior season you had I would say a breakout year yeah <laughs> you were doing the all-around you competed mm-hmm. in every single meet doing the all-around um you only scored below nine eight five times which is super impressive it just goes to show see you didn't even know that you're like oh I was like oh wow okay <laughs> we were checking your stats yeah like, I, like I love that <laughs> for you you were super consistent and a huge contributor for the team especially that season you really stepped up so what do you think clicked for you that season um I think that 
COVID, honestly, like as terrible as it is, was the best thing that happened to me because I got time to really like figure out my body and really like I was honestly doing I was dating a cheer, like a male cheerleader on the Kentucky team at the time so I was doing cheerleading stuff all the time mm-hmm. so I would like that's all I was doing because you couldn't get into a gym really like I was fortunate enough that I lived in Tennessee so I because my mom moved there after I graduated high school and like they opened up really early so I got honestly a really big advantage and Tim kept telling me he's like you got a really good advantage here because your gym opened up May 1st everyone else like there were girls that hadn't touched equipment when we came back to school mm-hmm. so that was a big part I honestly didn't know anybody in Tennessee because I lived there by myself during quarantine so I was all I would do all day long was work out <laughs> like I would um watch these little workout videos I'd do them I would um my mom came down one morning during quarantine and was like I think I bought something last night that I don't know if we're going to use it and I was like what she was like I bought a huge air track and I was like oh my god like, <laughs> this is the best thing you-. I was like I'm a huge trampoline girl so I was like oh I am so excited so we my sister and I would take it outside every day. We were like, oh, let's tumble off it. Let's tumble on it. Let's do leaps on it. Like, so I was literally, and I think I realized really quickly how, like, how much time I had left in this sport and how my, so my best friend, Molly Korth, like, I watched her get it taken away from her, like, so fast. Like, she graduated high school early to come into college. She would have had two more years if she didn't graduate high school early. So I think she, as I was watching her go through this and being like, oh my gosh, I'm done. It made me realize, like, I don't have, like that much time like I'm such a gym rat this sport is like my first love like I I was like I don't have that much time left like I don't want to waste it with like what if like so that was my big during quarantine I was like all right I'm gonna do everything in my power I was calling Tim all the time I was like what do you want my floor pass to be next year he's like you don't do floor like (laughs) oh I will (laughs) watch like I was like here I am I was like I'm gonna learn so um yeah it was funny like that I was like oh I'll be on there this year he's like no I'm like yes yes I will watch (laughs) so it was a lot of um that type of stuff and I think with um getting that last year with Molly watching her compete really like she was a huge mentor to me she like in and in and out of the gym and that was big my sophomore year so right leading up to COVID she helped me a lot like learn how to compete and like keep my mind steady and how to like keep my emotions out of the gym that was a big thing for me that I I'm very like I care so much that sometimes it comes off as negative like whenever I'm having a bad day it doesn't even look like a bad day I'll just be like a little frustrated about one little skill that I think doesn't look right and people are like dude it's not a big deal where Molly had to really so that was sophomore year leading up to that what helped because then COVID hit so I had all this time to really be like okay I'm gonna learn how to point my toes because I've been getting told this since I was three and I still can't do it so it that was a big thing. I had a lot of time. I had a lot of time to think. And I, it was also a lot of time to think about like team cohesion and stuff like that, where I was like, okay, how are we going to do this this year? And like, what is really going to best prepare us for this big year? And so it was a lot of that time really was needed, like maturity wise in and out of the gym. And I think that's what really got me to where I was like my junior year and let me do all of that. So yeah, like the whole quarantine time was a really weird time for a lot of people, but in a weird way for when you look at like sports and how it impacted people, like I think people thought going in that like this is going to be awful because everyone's like out of the gym and they can't train or whatever, but I feel like the break actually had a lot of benefits for people. Yes. For like athletes in particular. Yeah. Like, more time to focus on things that you normally wouldn't be, I mm-hmm. guess, on a day basis. So there was some positives to it in a weird way. Yeah. And I like, we honestly... I know a lot of schools like girls go home in the summer or like not like because it is always your choice um like in the summers and stuff a lot of schools prefer you to be 
in the gym, um, like at school in the summers and some let you go home where like Kentucky, we all always wanted to be there because we had a cool um, summer program that we did like with working out and stuff. So I never got to have a summer. So that was another thing with quarantine. I think a lot of people finally get to breathe and like go be with their families where we yeah. always really like we joke like we get shipped off and we don't come back for a little while. So it's <laughs> you're never going to see me again. <laughs> I know they're like, am I able to call you? Like, do you have time? Like, yeah. So we finally got to like, I really got to finally get to know my siblings. I mean, they had never really gotten to be with me for more than an hour a day. Like, mm-hmm. so that, that was a lot too. I think people finally got to feel like real people and yeah. that really helped. I mean, that helps because whenever you get to actually do something you've been wanting for so long, then you're like, okay, now it's time to get back to my sport. And like, it made, it, I think it made me a lot more like fortunate for the ability to do it every day. And I was like, okay, I don't want to sit here. Like, I really want to just get back in the gym. I was dying. I wanted to get back so bad. Yeah. But, it makes you yeah. realize what you had and you had time to actually miss it, which oh, yeah. was the drive to get back in and be better. Yeah. You appreciate mm-hmm. it. More. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to ask you about this season at LSU. <laughs> you were involved in one of the big controversies I guess if you will yes yes you're on beam the beam cap comes off on your dismount you're allowed to go again the LSU fans are pissed it was a close meet you guys ended up winning the meet we want to hear about that from your perspective (laughs) okay so the whole meet I felt like there were a lot of kind of silly things happening on both sides like of the like we were just like I feel like both teams were kind of having mistakes that we were both like okay like that's fine I guess um come back next event I don't know um so we're getting to beam and like I had been struggling with beam a lot um in that in the past couple weeks I had I when I tell you I go weeks off falling off the beam like in practice I don't ever like my coaches always tell me I have like cat like reflexes and that I can like my series will go like this and then all of a sudden I'm just sticking it so like that's how I usually am and I was having I had three weeks where I right before the Auburn meet which I think was the week before that I fell and then right before the LSU meet actually like I didn't even know if I was going to compete anything because I fell off the end of the beam that it was the last practice. It was the last turn I took in the gym before we left. I literally came down and I think my knee cap like kind of dislocated. I had a huge bruise on my leg. Like I don't think anyone noticed like, but my knee was like super taped up. I was not doing well. I was like, I honestly don't even know if I can compete beam. And my coach is like, no, you got it. You got it. And that's why I was in the five spot that time. Cause I was just not doing well in beam. My mentally was like, okay, I don't even know if I'm going to make this lele. Like, all of that. So I get up on the beam, my first, my first routine. Um, and I was like, okay, I got this. Like, don't even think about it. I'm not a very mental gymnast. I'm very like, I'll be literally thinking about cheeseburgers in the middle of a series. So like, relatable. Yeah. I'm focused, but like, I'm any, I don't stress. Like I really, I'm like, okay, like what do we want to eat after this? Like, yeah, right, so you're, playing into you're focused, it. but you're thinking about dinner too. <laughs> yeah. The more important things. It's, it's a girl who can do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I literally am like, in the middle of my first series, I'm like, oh no I'm like this is so bad that I don't think I can save this one and I was like I did not just fall two weeks in a row so I hit the floor I'm like my biggest thing every time I fall on beam I'm like now I have to do a sheep jump at the end of my routine and I did not warm it up I'm like I don't want to just throw a sheep jump oh my god so I'm going to do that and I'm like I think that's what I was worried about the whole beam routine I'm like oh here comes the sheep jump like lovely like please don't split the beam and that was all I was like oh so I also had been struggling on my um dismount obviously throughout the whole season. I think a lot of people on Twitter like to talk to me about that. Um, but <laughs> I was like, yes, I understand. I'm not good at these. I will I'll be the first one to tell you. I don't like them. I asked if I could change it the whole season. It was, it's a thing. We will now never see it again. So don't worry. <laughs> but um, yeah, literally. Um, 
So I like went for my dismount and it didn't feel that bad, but I think I like undercut my satter a little bit, which then creates the little stutter step on the end. I, most of the time when I miss my foot, I can still make the full around. And that's where I was like, oh no. And it was one of those where I got super lost. I had no idea where I was in the air. And I was like, please, please don't get hurt. I was like, that's my biggest thing. I was like, my knee already hurts. I can't land on it. Like I normally would like, please don't. So I landed safely and I was like, okay, I walk away and I was kind of in shock and I turned to my teammates and I was laughing you could see it on my face and like I don't ever laugh like I'm usually one that gets really upset and I've grown up a little bit and I've been able to hide it better but so I'm sitting there and my face is just blank and I'm looking at one of my teammates I'm like I don't even know what just happened and they pulled me really quick and they were like one second you might be going again and I was like no no I'm not absolutely not I was like don't even tell me that and I turn around my one teammate's putting the bean cat back in and I see Tim walking over to the judge and I was like oh no I was like, no, sweetie, that did not just happen. <laughs> and I didn't realize until this moment, I look up and the whole student section is in front of the beam. And I was like, oh, of course. We didn't know. I was just looking and they're all like, ha, ha, ha. And then I'm like, oh, they're going to hate me in a couple of seconds because I know exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. There's a guy behind the judge. I don't know who he is. I ended up like, like going and talking to him after the meet. He was great. I thought he was just trying to like torment me because he had all his LSU stuff on. He was crazy. He was just like one of those crazy, like, I wish there were more gym fans like him, honestly, because he was bringing great energy. But <laughs> so the whole routine on floor is going. And then uh, Raina Worley, it was up six that meet. So then I, uh, she's going and I'm looking at the scores and like, I was trying to do the math in my head and like, what do we need? Because we were near, I think if I would have done a, like a normal beam routine and then she would have done like her best beam routine, we would have been near a program record for, yeah. I think that that's what I mean, that's what I thought, at least in my head when I was adding it. And I was like, okay, 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 cool. We can do this. Cool. <laughs> and then I'm looking and I'm like, wait, it's getting kind of close. Like, and I'm watching on floor, like their girls are stepping out of bounds, bounding forward, just normal stuff that does not normally happen for them. Yeah. And it's weird. It's so weird in the gym world because like we're, everyone is friends. Like, it's not like a football team or a baseball team where they're like, oh, I don't even know who that is. We're like, I'm watching people I grew up with and I'm like, no, I don't want her to do bad. Like. Yeah. And my biggest thing, this is what I told Christina Desiderio after the meet, like she came up to me, she was like, hey, good job, like you did great. And I was like, I feel really bad that everything happened like this. I was like, every time I go to a meet, I want both teams to do the absolute best that we can and the better one to come out on top. I was like, I don't want there to be any like, oh, this, that, like they overscored her, they underscored me. Like, I hate that stuff because I just want, I want every individual to feel great about their performance. And then if we walk away with the win, that's even better because yeah. I'm like, okay, then we really like trained enough for this. We really did it right. And so then I'm sitting there and they were like, you're going to go after Worley. And I was like, can I go right now? Like, do I have to go last? Like, I was like, stop, because that's going to be two beam routines. Like, this, like, cause everyone knows at a homie and the PMAC, like whoever's on floor last, like that's our last, that's our last person to watch all of that. So people start standing up like to go. And then I think they realized I was going. Yeah. So there's some, the guy behind the judges is like wailing his arms and he's like, Ooh, making all these noises at me and I literally had the biggest smile on my face and I was just like mm-hmm and it was so funny because I was like do you want to go I was like watch me I was like I won't fall this time promise so I like was oh my gosh I got up on the beam that was the most crooked series I've ever done in my life I have a slow-mo of it I think my legs literally like helicoptered around the side and then I came up and I was like I'm not one of those girls that can, like, you know how people, some people visibly, like, shake when they're on the beam? 
yeah I was visibly shaking well because the whole crowd booing me the video yeah. my dad has of me you can hear him in the back going it's all right Joe you got it and everyone else is like ah! so I'm sitting there and I'm like if you fall this arena is going to like storm the floor like they are literally going to storm the floor and love that you just fell like and that is going to be so traumatic like <laughs> oh yeah. my I don't know how you come back from that so I'm like okay dude you got to back up a lot on your ser- on your like um, side arrow because there is no way we're getting near the end again. I was like, I'd rather hit my head on the end of the beam from being too far away from it than anything else. So the entire routine, I'm like, my full turn, I'm sitting there like shaking and I'm like, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Um, and I was like, dear God, let me off this beam as fast as possible. Just because it was like, I've never, I know, I know energy in the PMAX different. I know energy in like, just the way that uh, it's built, like, even if there's 10 people there, you're going to hear it. They definitely built it correctly. Like that was definitely, yeah. they did it right. But it was so much. And I landed and the student section, like I said, that's when I noticed they're right behind me. And I, my coach, I think I got a little mad at me for this moment, which I understand. But in the moment, like people are yelling at me, throwing stuff down and I'm blowing kisses. And I'm like, bye. My adoring fans. I was like, I'm so anxious right now. I'm just going to do whatever feels right. I was like waving. I'm like, bye guys. <laughs> and they're saying they're getting this is making them so much more mad yeah yeah but, but it was one of those things where I was like you guys just put me through so much when I was up there you don't even understand I was like I am a human being and please act like it like that was one thing that I had to like there were a couple people I was like guys I'm a human being I'd be walking down the street you don't know who I am so like mm-hmm. it's not a big deal I was like and winning and losing in gymnastics at the end of the day you could lose every single meet in the season and you could win the national championship right so yes. and that's the thing that I think a lot of students don't understand Cause they're like, oh, did you get the dub this weekend? I'm like, doesn't matter. I'm like, right. we got a 97, so I really don't care. Like, right, like it actually doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I'm like, I feel good about what I did. So does all my team. So uh, we're pretty happy. Yeah, but I I got on the bus. I sat down after that meet, typed my last name in on Twitter, and just yep. start scrolling. <laughs> and I was like, this one hurts a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, this one, this one hurts a little more than normal. And my mom was like, put the phone down. I was like. All right, but I don't know if you guys know what Yik Yak is. It's like the anonymous, like it's like it's almost like Ask FM, like that type of anonymous, like and people just write stuff. And it's really popular on college campuses. The amount of screenshots I got that I was being posted about on there, that's what I thought was the funniest thing. Cause it's people that don't know anything about gymnastics. Yeah. They're all like tweeting about they were all calling us um horse girls is what they were called. I don't know why that's in an insult. Kentucky, I guess. I don't know. So we were joking. We were like, oh, we should go and get those like um, horse head masks and wear them to regionals. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of our parents will get them and wear them in the stands just because like horse capital of the world. Um, it's just really funny. But yeah, so that meet, it's still, I had a girl at camp the other day come up to me actually here and she's telling me all about her year. She's like, oh, I went to Baton Rouge earlier this year. I'm like, oh, did you? Cool. She's like, yeah, we're supposed to go on vacation. We ended up going there. And I was like, oh, cool. She's like, well, it was good because we got to go to an LSU meet. And I was like, oh, like, how'd you like it? Like, I love competing there. And she was like, well, they lost. And the minute she said that, I was like, they've lost at home twice ever. And against Kentucky was the one this year. I'm like, so I'm waiting for it. I go, oh, yeah, how's that? And she goes, yeah. well, this girl got to redo her beam routine. Oh, stop. She's, she's the sweetest little girl. I say no shade at all. I love her. She like, we talked about it the whole rest of the week, but she literally goes, yeah, she had to redo her beam routine. So like, we were all booing her. And I go, do you want to know who that person was? And she goes, and I just like put my hand up and she was like no uh and I said I just transferred here from Kentucky and she goes oh my 
God. And so then she's talking to me. She like, you could tell she had immediately regretted all of her life decisions. And she was like, I did not just tell her that I was booing her the whole meet. And I was like, just remember one day, like when you get to call gymnastics, like how you want to be treated. I was like, it was a little scary for me. I'm not going to lie. Like I, we literally got escorted out of the building. People were mad. I was like, yeah, I was like, remember, it's not that serious. I was like, it's just a sport. And I was just trying to, I was like, I looked at her and I go, if your coach told you to get back up on the beam again after something happened with the equipment, would you say no? And she was like, no, I would just listen to my coach. I go, that's all I was doing. Right, exactly. And that's what I tried to explain to people because they were getting so mad at me. They were like, you should own up to your actions and your decisions. And I said, guys, I don't know if you know how D1 athletics works. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you know how it works, but if you're told to do something, you do it. Yeah. I was like, especially being like one of the older ones on the team, like if I would have freaked out, like I had so many girls because there's a couple I mean, there's Bailey Bond, me, Worley, and Bella are the ones on Kentucky that were, were always in the beam lineup. We're like the beamers on the team. Like, we were known for that. It was funny because, like, Bailey comes up to me. She goes, I'm really glad that wasn't me because I wouldn't have gotten back up on the beam. I would have sat there and be like, Tim, I'm sorry, we're losing. Like, she was joking. Like, she's she's so funny. But it was, it was so funny because everyone's like, I don't know how you just did that. And I was like, yeah, I don't either. That's a super intimidating environment to have that happen in, um, just because the LSU fans are so so passionate. Like if that could have probably happened in any other well, maybe anywhere not. else. Well, there's some arenas. Utah probably well, would have been a little, but their their fans are some of the nicest fans I've ever met. Like to every team, they cheer for like away teams, which I've never seen. Like so that one probably not, but I think another like if it was Auburn, it probably would have been just as bad. They actually are really nice too. I was just like shocked during warm-ups. They were coming up with us and they're like, hey, like what's up? Like, are you competing Florida today? I'm like, no. But they were just like, oh, oh my god. god. I'm like, tell my coach to put me in. I'm ready. <laughs> See, yeah. do, so would you, do you like that though? Because I feel like if, maybe it's just me, but if I was a gymnast, I would hate that to have people like I don't know. It feels like they're like mocking you kind of. Yeah, it was kind of cool, like you can watch like especially I know um like Haley Davis and Randall Worley and then I think Anna Haggis this year too like during their floor teams they're staring at the gymnasties the entire time like and they like have this big grin on their face because like I don't know it brings it like I mean gymnastics like especially in high school like you know meets are not that much fun like as much as fun as you make them like everyone's doing their own thing no one really cares how you do they care about how they do like it's kind of like unless you're on like a really different team that's kind of how it is and so it was really cool that like they're like people are actually paying attention like that's the coolest thing about going to Auburn is I'm like everyone's actually like watching and like it's just funny because it's like bringing other sports um type of energy into gymnastics so I, I loved it like when they're holding up zeros I'm like it's a, <laughs> yeah. to get a zero like you're like unless I like even if I got up did a full turn and then like hop down I'd still get like a 2.1 like I don't know like it's just right. really because I'm like it's even funnier because a lot of them don't understand it so like it's yeah they're saying stuff and I'm like huh well, that's the thing, too, with, like, what happened to LSU. Like, that's obviously a rule. It has nothing to do with you. Like, it's not a decision that you made. Any any gymnast who's in that position would have done the exact same thing. Exactly. It's really part of the rules. And if I'm not mistaken, weren't you guys – like, if your score had been the one that was dropped, you guys would have won anyways, right? I, I think. I think we might have, yeah, because Worley did like a nine 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 five beam routine. Like I think it might have been like point zero, like the point zero two five that we would have if we lost. It was either a tie or point zero two five behind, but it was, it was close enough where it was like, this really isn't making a huge difference. It's gonna look like it is, but 
Yeah. Which I think the rule needs to be changed. I think it needs to be clarified because it's not written well. Like I fully, that was the biggest thing that I wish. That was one thing like Tim got on the bus. He was like, we're not going on social media about this. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it for a bit. But the biggest, did you guys see that they put a beam cap in their um, regional yeah. hype video? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, <laughs> so, I mean, they're a marketing and they're a media guy. Like that was funny. That was like, it was, yeah, that was very funny, but we're sitting on the bus at regionals and my team goes, Josie, you got a spotlight spot in the LSU, like hype video. I said, what are you talking about? Cause I watched those LSU hype videos growing up before every meet because they were one of the best like media departments that I like knew. And I was like, they made the coolest hype videos, all this stuff. So I would watch them before meets when I was like 13. I was like, Oh my gosh, now I'm hyped up. Like, so I'm watching it. And I was like, no way I just got <laughs> I was like well I'm famous okay whatever like but it was it was a lot it took me a really long time to be able to like talk about it because I was so like again I don't fall so like it was a very if it was any other event I think I would have like laughed about it immediately but that's my event and like I was already struggling with it I was hurt at the time like which no one knew either of those things so I was like oh my gosh like I am really just getting the bad end of the stick right now but like it's one of those things where I was like okay Everything happens for a reason. That was quite funny. The rule probably needed rewritten. Um, so <laughs> you're welcome, Congress, for bringing the amount of times my name was mentioned in that meeting this year. I feel so bad. Like there were so many rules that they were like, you really caused a little bit of a fuss this year. I'm like, I know. I'm really sorry. I'm like, but now the rules are getting talked about. So yeah, uh, right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, listen, just rewriting a little bit here. It's fine. It was funny, but yeah. Well, I will say that you seemed unfazed, like watching it on TV. You seemed like you were unfazed, even yeah. if you were being unfazed. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely phased at least a little. It was, I am, that's the one thing I'll give myself. Like, I really am calm when I compete. Like, my mind is, I'm, that's one place I feel very, um, just at home is bunch of people in the stands, me just doing my thing. Like, that's what Chuck Dickerson always told me. He was like, you're such a gamer. I don't even need to tell you. Like, you're fine. And I was like, okay, like, yeah. So it, I mean, I was up there probably again thinking about, okay, don't fall. But then also like, are we eating that cheeseburger later? Like, yeah, probably. Like, like same thing. It was like, okay, what are we doing out? Like, what what ice cream is around here? I can get after the meat. Like, just stupid stuff where it's like, okay, what can I think about that's not this right now? But yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like if you can do that, you can do anything. So that's got to give you some confidence going forward. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I know that I can at least like mentally get through all these things. So there's good prep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Moving on from that, I guess I wanted to talk about the decision to take a fifth year. Mm -hmm. So at what point did you make that decision? And then also talk about when you decided that you were going to transfer. So just kind of talk about some of those decisions and the process of all that. So this story is actually so much more interesting than it looked on the outside. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, so like I said, 2020, COVID happens, all that. I get to my house and I called Tim and I said, so there's talk of fifth years. And if there is one, I would like it. And he goes, Josie, we are so not there yet. I'm like, okay, I know that. But I also know that you have an open 2023 scholarship, like 2022, 22, 23. I was like, so please don't fill it. And he was like, all right, we're going to have to talk about this later. I don't even know what, like when we're going to be able to go to the grocery store again, like without a mask on. And I'm like, okay, I right. know, but like, I just thought I'd put it out there. Like it's out in the air now. We all know like Josie's not done. I was like, so please save a spot for me if you can. And he was like, okay, I will. And I was like, all right, cool. So then going along, going along, like we come back to school. It's my junior year. I was on the track to graduate early. So I was like, okay, I was calling Tim and I was like, I really don't want to start grad school here if I'm not staying here. 
I was like, and this is whenever like transfer portal started being talked about, like more not for me at all. Like I had zero interest of transferring or leaving or anything. And I just really wanted like, again, I just love this word and I don't want to be done and I don't want to leave the world. So I was like, okay. So I just really wanted like be in it if I can. So we're a little more, I was like, okay, so do you think it's still realistic for me to do the fifth year here? Like, dude, this is there still money. Like I'm just trying, I I'll just, I don't know, do an internship and take one class my like last semester if I need to, if we're not doing the fifth year. Like, I was like, I just really don't want to do one semester of grad school here and then like have to leave or just be done. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's just kind of yeah. Like I was like, not the best, like not my favorite idea ever. So he was like, yeah, no, like it's definitely like it's there if you want it, all this stuff. Um, so then like time goes along. And all the other three girls in my class were like laughing at me for wanting to do a fifth year. Not actually, but they were like, you're not like, you really want to keep going. I'm like, I love, I'm like, you guys know me. And they're like, yeah, you're just, they were making fun of me. They're like, you're crazy for wanting to do this for so long. And I'm like, I would do it until my body gives out. Like I, like, you know, it. like I, it's just how I am. They're like, oh no. Cause I'm the last one in the gym. Like first one in last one out every day. Like I will sit on the trampoline for hours and hours and they're like, please go home. So it's like that type of thing. So then going into this going into my senior year so fall of 2021 they're taking sizes and all this stuff and um like for next year and they didn't come and take mine I was like do you not need my sizes like I was I was really think I'm on staying here so I think you might need them um and then we found out that like Ari actually wanted said that she wanted to do a fifth year too so she changed her mind so I was like oh okay so then there was one scholarship for two girls and so then I was like oh okay like no one told me that so I was kind of like taken away and I was like whoa like I'm such a planner. Like I already had at least signed I already all this stuff. Like I, I will have yeah. every direction that something could go planned out in my head before it even starts. Um, Are you a Virgo by chance? I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Um, I, yeah. you, you I sound like, it's like giving Virgo energy. We're Virgo, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But so I'm just a huge planner. I love everything. Whenever it's like, everything's talked about. I know every direction we could go. Like there's no variables that I don't know about, like that could even happen. So then it was me being like, okay, well, um, I guess like if like I just wanted to like sit down and be like okay so like how are we deciding this all of this like I was dealing with a lot with my shoulder um my labrum is fully torn all the way around on my left shoulder and my rotator cuff is staring like still to this day so it will dislocate when I'm doing bars sometimes and it's a whole thing so I've been working on that a lot because I've had bad shoulders my whole life but this one has been a pain and it's really annoying so I was dealing with a lot of that so I didn't have a lot of like I didn't want to be like poking at a bear being like hey I know I'm hurt but like how do we so I was really trying to like just mentally get there and like all of that just see where um, time would take me really and season came around and it was the week before senior night and I sat down with Tim and I was like hey listen like I know that you said you're gonna wait till the end of season to tell me um tell me and Ari like who like won the fifth year and then like I knew he was trying to figure some other stuff out so he was like um yeah like I'm definitely not gonna tell either of you like who gets it until the end of season and I was like okay my little planner self, um, I have already signed a lease here. I was like, so what, what happens? Like if I don't get it, like I, I know that there are spots other places so I can go other places, but I like just started dating a guy in Kentucky and I just like, it's three hours from home. And I had planned to stay there for another year, like mentally since my sophomore year. So I was like, okay, trying to just start laying out all the options. I would literally make PowerPoints. Like I said, I don't know why I love them, but I was making PowerPoints. I was like, okay, this is option A. B, C, and I was going down the road, like, with my mom, I was like, okay, just, like, even, like, okay, do I, do I graduate this semester, like, and be, and start, if I transfer to, like, a grad certificate somewhere else, do I not graduate this semester, like, what do I do, so I was trying to figure out everything, so then I sat down with him, and I was like, all right, listen, so it's really stressing me out that I, right now, I'm kind of putting all my eggs in one basket, which 
he will help me in any way direction that I need. Like he just wants me to be happy. So he's like, so like, what do you need from me? And I'm like, I want to enter the portal so that people know that I want to do a fifth year so that worst comes to worst, whatever like ends up happening here. Like I can go wherever I can figure out, I can start planning things because I don't want to enter the portal at the end of season and all the money be gone. And then me just be out of a fifth year or like having to figure out how to pay for like grad school that I never really was planning on doing grad school. So I was like, okay. So he let me enter the portal, which I was really thankful for that. Um, So I was like, and all the coaches that would reach out to me, they're like, Hey, you're in the middle of season. You're in the middle of like finals week. Like you do not need to respond to this. I understand. But like, if you have time, give me a call later. Like, I just want to talk about like what you're looking for here. And there were, I want to coach in college. So like, this was also a very good time to like get to know people. It was like, awesome. I got so many contacts, like, and that was like the biggest thing I was telling people. I was like, listen, if I do not end up coming to your school, please remember me for like a volunteer or an assistant in the next couple of years. And they were like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, I'd love that I got to know you now. And I'm like, exactly. Like that was part of this. So I was told that like, I got the scholarship for Kentucky and I committed to Kentucky. I told everybody I was staying there for a fifth year. I was staying in Kentucky and I called Courtney and I was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I think that I'm just going to stay here. Like, I don't feel like I'm ready to leave. So she was, she was pretty bummed and it was really, really hard to turn down my dream school. And I was like, okay, like two weeks goes by. I go to nationals um, as, cause I qualified twice as an individual and tied and then was broken in the tie. So Tim brought me, he was like, all right, you qualified twice and were like kind of screwed out of a tie twice, mm-hmm. which sucks, but you like earned to be here. So he brought me with the other girls that made it. And I was kind of sitting in nationals and I was like, just like looking around. I was like, I think I, I think I just really like, not in regret it. I wasn't regretting it all because I love Kentucky. I could have stayed there for five more years if I want to like great people, um, great place, all of that. It was just like, I was in there and I was like, my childhood dream was to go to Georgia. And I gave that up and I don't really know why. And it just started like sitting there and like, I got back to the hotel and I'm talking to my roommate about it. And she was like, Josie, we all love you here, but like, go do your thing. Like, we all know that you like, love Georgia like it's okay to go like and that's what all the girls kept telling me and I was like I feel so much better than doing that and I was like okay so I got home and I talked to Tim and I was like hey listen like I really appreciate like the opportunity all of this um but like I I think I'm gonna transfer which that was one of the hardest things like because I had been committed there since I was 14 so like he's known me inside and out like known everything about me since I was 14 years old so I'm like I that was so hard I felt so bad like especially I didn't I'm not I'm someone that like when I say I'll do something, I do it. So I was like, I don't want to be like, oh, takes, I'm going to take you back to these. Like, like, that's not, it was really hard. So I called him. And then as soon as I was done calling him, I walked back into compliance. I was like, so I can put my name back in the portal. Right? <laughs> I was like, is that a thing? Like, am I able to put it back in the portal? And she, she was like, never had someone do that. But yeah, probably. And I was like, sounds like something I would do then. So then I was in the portal. I got the email um, confirming that I was in the portal. Uh, 15 minutes later I was committed here so yeah oh, wow. was, so I literally commit I literally went back in because I was like I had no other um like thoughts of where anywhere else I would want to go I was like why did I not go to Georgia I had this big like I was like okay I I'm ready I think it was like I needed pushed off a little ledge in it I don't know what why sitting at nationals looking at everything made me do that but so when you yeah. put yourself back in the portal did you call Courtney or did she call you or like how did that work did she know was she like stuck in the portal and she just happened to see it or did she <laughs> no. like, hey I'm going to the portal again I the minute I got the thing I texted her and I was like hey my name is now back in the portal do you have time to talk and she called me right away and she's like hello like what and I was like okay not that I I didn't make a mistake but mentally I it's been sitting on me and I was like and it's just I felt like I 
not made the I obviously didn't make the wrong decision I would have been happy there like all of that I was like but I think the decision I actually wanted to make I didn't make it first and I didn't want to think what if my whole life so I was like so I finally did it I'm ready I like yeah it was funny because then I made the post and I think everyone was like how did that just happen like so quickly because I made the post like right away I was like I probably should have waited till I signed just (laughs) for like excited it's okay it's just like I know like I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings which it probably did and I didn't want to leave on a bad note um and I don't know how it is but and I know like every anytime you leave even if it's on the best terms ever like it's still kind of weird because you're leaving um somewhere that's been your home for so long like it's like okay I get it like you feel like loyal to that team and yeah probably in a weird way I'm not calling you a traitor but it probably in some way feels like you're being a traitor mm-hmm. no 100 especially because like you know Kentucky and Georgia's like huge like Kentucky had never won and then this year we like finally did and like we made a huge deal out of it and like I was literally one of the people making a huge deal out of it which like I think it, it was funny just because like all my four years at Kentucky like they were always like every time we go against Georgia we never win like da, da, da. like and I was one of the ones doing it too um it was just like one of those things where it was like a goal I, that we were like fire senior year like we're beating them like 100 percent. like we need to like that's there was a couple other things fire senior year which I cannot believe that no, at any of the four years we were there we didn't make nationals because that team has done so my junior year especially like when we were out in Utah that was I don't know how we didn't make it but yeah so that was yeah wait that was 2021 right that was the year yes. that you guys were like super super close if I remember correctly mm-hmm. and it came down to like Air- you Arizona Utah, State LSU Arizona yeah, State LSU yeah LSU was involved in that one <laughs> yeah yeah that's literally why my mom was my mom was like Jake Clark probably doesn't like you a lot right now and I was like <laughs> like we were like it was funny because in club like obviously like whenever they would come like coach Kansas stuff like you get to know coaches a little better than like I think people think so it was just funny because like I know him and I'm like we're just laughing I'm just laughing looking at him and he's like so it's just it's just <laughs> yeah. funny like yeah but it was it definitely feels weird still like people were finding out like slowly that I'm like transferring here like I don't know how to that's all I post about I feel like but <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like next season are you excited to face Kentucky when you're with Georgia or is it going to be awkward <laughs> um it's here so okay. I think I think that's better I think if we would run yeah. like, a little weird I think it's one of those things where it's like leading up to it it's gonna feel a little weird but once it's happening it's gonna be like okay like yeah these are my girls like I like and Courtney Courtney honestly this was the best thing like that I needed to hear she like the minute that we were talking about it on my uh not on my official it was right after my uh, no it was my official uh we sat down she was like listen whatever you need from me like that weekend or the entire season like to feel better like you tell me like if we need to like if you want to go over and hug all of them, like before the meeting even starts, I really don't care. She was like, I feel comfortable with whatever you feel comfortable with. And she said that she was like that with um, Fallon too. Like whenever she was competing against her sister, she's like, what do you need from me? Like, what, are you okay? Like, are we anxious? Are we like, what can we do? Like, do we need to go see them beforehand? Like, what do we want to like pretend they're not there until after? Like, so she was really, she still was very open. Like, okay, whatever you need from me, I'm going to do to help you. Um, Shouldn't be awkward. But that was one of the first questions she asked me on our like, first phone call when I was in the portal the first time she was like so are you gonna feel weird like transferring to another SEC school and I was like I've gotten that question a lot um I honestly don't know how to leave the SEC because of how amazing this conference is I was like I love it here and that was the biggest thing transferring my mom was like so where are you gonna go I'm like I don't want to leave the SEC but I had like a bunch of really cool schools like reaching out to me that were were not in the SEC and I was like how do I leave like I don't want to so yeah So you kind of touched on this in the beginning, but Georgia historically has been 
like a phenomenal team, but the last couple of seasons, they've been a little bit rocky. So yeah. last season, they didn't make it out of the play-in round of regionals, and then they finished 30th overall. So was that something that when you were making this decision, was that something that you considered as like, was that a deterrent in any way? Or was that a motivation for you to join the team and be like, hey, I can contribute and help make this team better? At first, I was a little scared of what people were going to think because I think, like, for the past, like, couple years, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, my team's, like, ranked ninth in the country. Like, and, like, that's that's cool to walk around and say. Be like, when people are like, oh, how good's your team? You're like, oh, we're top ten. Like, it's that's a that's a cool feeling to do. Yeah. So, like, at first, like, obviously, like, at first, like, I was trying to play myself through every situation. And I was like, okay, how do I – how much do I actually care about this? Like, how much do I actually care about that exact fact? Like, is it something that's going to pull me away? Like, and in the, in the – long run I was sitting there because I was looking at smaller schools too because I was like listen like I, I saw one tweet that honestly really got my mind rolling and it was like I wish all the fifth years would go to smaller schools and see what we can do with this like with the NCAA and I was like honestly that is a really cool thought I don't think anyone's actually going to do it but it was definitely something I was thinking about I was like okay they have all the talent here I was like they have it most of the girls here are like former elites. I was like, that's like, and I tried for elite so long when I was younger, it just did not work out. So I was like, I know I fit in with these girls. Like, I know I'm like, I can hold my place. And I was like, okay. So I was good friends with Rachel Lucas and we like went to Scotland together on an all-star trip when I was younger. So like, we know each other really well. So I like reached out to her and I was like, what's going on? Like what, what exactly? I tried to get a lot, like, I tried to talk to a lot of the girls and I was like, what, like, what are you guys seeing? What are you feeling? Like, what's the problem? So I was trying to just like kind of get the vibe of what was because I know some programs like you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes and like even bigger programs that are doing great like there's a lot of stuff that you're like ooh. so like yeah I was everywhere I was looking especially here I called a lot of girls here and I was like what's like just give me your side of everything like, what's going on and I realized I don't think that until this year that everyone was recruited by Courtney here so like <laughs> that was one thing that like no one even said to me but I was like it's hard to like get everyone I mean, I know, like, if I committed somewhere and then a completely different coaching staff and everything was there, like, it's just going to be different. Like, it's not what you were expecting and all that. So, like, it was something that I was, like, thinking about a lot. And um, I don't think it really ever deterred me away from it. I think it, after a little bit of thinking about it, I was like, okay, like, honestly, like, this is what I've, I've always wanted to be a leader. Like, that's what, like, what I was really trying to do on Kentucky. Um, and that was one thing she was like, listen, like, you have four years of experience in the SEC. Like, you can do huge things to this program. She's like, you want to coach. So I know that you know what you want to do. Like I, I already was telling her all this stuff that I was like, listen, like to get a team all on the same page, there are so many things I did not realize you need to do. Like you really need to like right off the bat, do a lot of things. So I talked to her a lot about that and she was like, all right, I think that we can really get the ball rolling here. Like, I think we can do this. Like if you're in, like I'm in, like, let's do it. So that was a big part of it. And she really like wants me to like step up, which I just, I think that really makes me feel like appreciated and like really makes me feel like everything I've wanted the past 20 years of doing gymnastics, like is finally like where I want it. Like I want to help. I'm such a mom. Like I like everything. Like I'm the person that like will be on a bus trip and someone will like, I have tweezers in my bag. I have Benadryl. I have literally everything you can think of and more. Yeah. And, um, so like, I just want everyone to like have the, like the college experience that I always wanted. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I just want mm-hmm. not easy because nothing is easy, but like, doesn't need to be as hard as it seems and sounds and like is sometimes because like we do it to ourselves so like I said but that was a big thing that I was like okay I know I'm a little bit of a fixer so I saw it and I was like okay I want to go help I know a lot I know that I'm knowledgeable in this like topic so I was like okay I'm really excited to go like help it be like actually put in action so that was a big part of why I came to Rio. 
And I'm honestly, I'm so excited for next season because Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of amazing gymnasts either transferring Mm -hmm. or just coming in or on the team already. Like you got Vanessa Denise coming from Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. Sandra Alsadek, um, Jeffrey Scott, a freshman coming in. She's amazing. I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) The Kotchevs the other day. I was like, did you just do that? How was she doing that? I was like, teach me, please. You. It looks like she's swinging on a guy's bar. I was like, how are you making a wood bar? like that i was like yeah. girl you are crazy yeah she's oh not, she's the only freshman that's not that i haven't met yet so i hopefully i'll see her i'm so excited there's there's a lot that i think is really gonna like everyone right now here is like all on the same page like we're all so we all just want to get back to where we want to bring the program back to where it was and that's if we needed the little roller coaster to get there that's fine like whatever i guess like obviously not fun in the moment but like i think we got it it's gonna be a baby step process obviously because you can't just like hit the ground running but can as much as we can try so yeah 2023 georgia redemption era i'm here for it yep (laughs) (laughs) so you're already on campus right i got here so early for no reason (laughs) you're excited that's why i literally i was i called courtney i was like hey i'm moving down tomorrow and she was like huh i was like uh i'm getting bored at home and i'm just getting really excited so i'm just gonna come so, so are you taking classes or are you just on campus training and kind of adjusting mm-hmm. and all that? I've, I asked if I can take classes, then they were like, honestly, you don't need to. And um, there's really no reason for it. And I was like, all right, so cool. So I got, as soon as I got approved by compliance to train and receive gear, I um, just started voluntary training with, there were two other girls, two or three other girls here. There's a couple people in classes. Um, and then the freshmen all just got here. So Monday starts everything for us like it's all voluntary until um regular preseason mm-hmm. but like we can we can like recommend stuff like obviously like in other sports the coaches I didn't realize other sports like coaches can't be there for training and stuff like that we're like safe sport we have to so yeah. like it's a little different the way that it's done um the safe sport stuff but so we're all here and yeah I got here really really early <laughs> but I love it so what are your hopes and your plans for this upcoming season do you want to do all around are you just going to focus on a couple of events I definitely want to do all arounds I I do like the spotlight I am I am one of those kids like I'm like okay I I want to do everything I just really want I just want to help where I can like and I know that I'm consistent I know that like and I know I can help people be consistent and like all that stuff so like I really want to do all around if that's where they want me which is what they've told me as of right now um if plans change I'll be cool with it I'll do what I can my plans honestly like I have not gotten an all-american title on anything and that's been driving me nuts for the past four years because I feel like I'm there and then just haven't gotten there so I really like I just really want to cut out the below 985 on anything like on especially on my good events like I don't think there's any reason for me really to ever get a below 985 on beam like I don't I do the same thing every day in practice I'm like why would I like just little stuff like that where I'm like okay I really want to get up there consistently like it helps your teammates around you if you're consistent because like they're not worrying so they can breathe too um, I really want to te- like create a family here. And that's like what one of my biggest things, because when you love the people you're doing stuff with, like it's so much easier. And when you love like the bond that everyone has and everyone's on the same page, like I really just want to make sure there's like open communication, the dedication stays in the right direction and that like everybody's happy and having fun. That's really like my biggest thing for this year. Like I want that for myself. I want that for the freshmen. I want that for the girls that have been here, like trying to fix it. So yeah, that's really a couple goals well it's going to be your final season of gymnastics are you are you ready for it do you feel ready yeah yeah I think um, my body is a little tired of me pushing it the way I've been pushing it but 
I can do I can do another year 100%. I didn't think my body would feel this good honestly that it's funny like talking to college coaches whenever I was getting recruited again they're like so how's your body I'm like way better than I thought it would be to be honest because I'm someone that like I'll be hurt and no one knows like I'll be getting treatment for it and stuff like I'll tell trainers like who needs to know but like outside like you never know like I got a concussion like very shortly before I competed Alabama this past year and I nobody knew that I was like just came back Mm -hmm. stuff like that like I'm very like I don't miss competitions I don't I don't like time off my body heals really fast so I'm very fortunate for all that so like my body's probably ready for me to be done afterwards but mentally I think I this fifth year really really helped me I think if I would have been done this past year I'd be kind of be a little bit of a mess and then an identity crisis just a little bit um and like I said I want to stay in coaching so I'm not completely leaving I'm definitely not leaving <laughs> but um yeah so I'm ready to really do it the right way and do it all and yeah. try to have fun with it so yeah. we're, we're super excited <laughs> yeah. so we just have a couple fun questions for people okay. to know you a little bit better the first one is and we've seen some of the videos you posted on Twitter but what is a skill that you trained when you were younger or even now but that you've never competed what's your favorite skill that you've trained I have like oh okay so my favorite skill I love doing raise on bars uh-huh. that's like one of my favorite things to do that's honestly what my why my shoulders are torn to pieces um <laughs> it's bad but um I really love bars like I will sit on bars all day long I toe on toe off handstands are like the most basic skill but I will do like 10 of them in a row and I'll do it for an hour and everyone's like why are we doing toe-ons like what do we but I love them so much like so random but I love them so probably raise and toe-ons are like my skill that I'm like I can do this all day long like it's so fun yeah a toe-on that is kind of random but I love it I love it (laughs) (laughs) what is the top item on your bucket list oh that's a good one um so my dad's a pilot so I'd love to travel so like I'd love to like go to like Bali or something yeah is that supposed to be like a regular question or is that like a gymnastics question no it could be I was just making sure sometimes I answer I'm like wait was that like a right it's however yeah. you want to interpret is it, it gymnastics Josie or like real person Josie? <laughs> <laughs> no literally oh yeah that's funny yeah I think if I could like if there was like a which I literally hate road trips so the fact that I'm even saying this is insane if there was a way to do like a road trip like across the country like and really get like I love hiking so like I really actually I think my like top of my bucket list right now would be to go out to like Arizona and do like a week-long like camping hiking trip like I love that stuff so probably that yeah if I could bring my dog and do that like oh my god it would be world over like I don't need anything else everything's good I love it living the dream (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be um either acai bowls or chocolate ice cream 100 i am a huge chocolate person like it's so bad but i love it i just a very important part of my diet <laughs> same yeah same everyone needs their ice cream that's one thing like i wish someone like growing up would have been like hey listen like it's fine it's not a big deal like yeah you get you get your ice cream you can eat as much of it as you want like it's okay it's like, good for the soul exactly <laughs> gotta keep morale up somehow at all times so do you just eat like straight up chocolate ice cream or do you like moose um, tracks and like ice cream that has chocolate in it so really random I hate peanut butter or peanuts or anything of that form which like, I wish I liked it because like it like crosses off so many options like I there yeah. I'm the pickiest eater that you'll ever meet and it's so but it's like it's not like chicken tenders picky it's like I like quinoa salads and like weird stuff that they're like okay so you won't eat this but you'll eat that I'm like right. yeah. 
So yeah, Make the it guys make like a chocolate, a chocolate ice cream on like a cake cone with rainbow sprinkles is like my dream. So okay. yes. <laughs> it's gotta be rainbow sprinkles though. They're the best. It's one of those things where it's like probably all in your head. Where like, oh, hundred percent, the same as any colored sprinkles, but you think the rainbow ones are the best. Well, we were just talking about this yesterday, actually, with goldfish. So regular mm-hmm. goldfish and then the rainbow goldfish. Yep. They're both cheddar, but I swear the rainbow ones taste better. better. Yes, yeah. yeah, they're just rainbow. That's the only difference. They're supposedly the no, same. they're so much better. They're so yeah. much. Better. Thank you. Love yeah. them. I love them. They're great. Yeah. But again, so it's cool. like they're essentially the same food, but your mind is tricking you into thinking that the rainbow ones taste like so much better. They're <laughs> like, um, I, I'm obsessed with Arizona iced tea. That's like my go-to. Yeah. yeah. And I only like it in the can. If you take it out of the can, you put it in a cup, okay. it doesn't taste the same. So I don't know what got into me. I was really not, my mom never really let me drink soda growing up, all of that. Dr. Pepper has been my entire life for the past like two years. Don't know why. But, like, I don't like it out of a can. I don't like it out of a bottle. So, like, if it's, like, a liter, I don't like that at all. I really drive through, like, um, the machines. Like, those are the – I'm, like, Mom, no, you need to go get it from, like, a drive through And they're, like, I couldn't just go to a gas station like, pick it up. I'm, like, no, not the same thing at all. Like, different <laughs> yeah. soda. And they're, like, my mom doesn't drink soda. So she's, like, what? Yeah. He's away me. It's, like, the night before. I'll be texting my dad. I'm, like, can you get me chocolate ice cream and Dr. Pepper? And he's, like, you want chocolate ice cream and Dr. Pepper? Like right now i'm like yes <laughs> like, please get it for me so yeah i'm the same way with that so i i understand yeah. it's, it's so weird how that works like i think it's just in our heads but for sure it's like the the little tiktok they've been making where you like you put all the drinks and there's cardboard and there's just straws and you like taste them i've been wanting to do that with something because like it's crazy how much you like think you know and then you're like wait what? Yeah. Like, yeah. no way i've been wanting to do that with like because i don't like any soda but dr pepper so i've been wanting to do like coke Pepsi, like try all of them and be like, hmm, what are these? Like, which one do I actually like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny. Yeah. Um, okay. What is your proudest accomplishment? And it can be either gymnastics or something personal. Um, school wise, I think I'll have like three answers. School wise, um, I made the dean's list my junior year, which like just me in school, the way my school started at Kentucky, like I really struggled to like care, not even not even like care, just to like do it all the right way and all that like, kind of like I explained earlier so like I think that was my proudest like my last semester undergrad I got 4.0 and like it was I was like okay I did it like this is what like I've been joking about for the past four years like oh I'm just not that smart which like I was like I know I'm smart I'm not using it and I'm not like there will be two weeks where I'm like okay I'm really good like I did all my like homework like, really well and I did it all right like I needed a whole semester and I needed to really like dedicate myself to something other than gymnastics and like other stuff like that um so that's like school-wise what my biggest accomplishment that I'm really proud of um and graduating early I never thought it I came in with no credits so I literally like never thought that was gonna happen um my like lifetime like outside of gymnastics in school probably like the way that I've matured and um just like the person I've become because I mean we all go through rough stuff but like the way that I have learned to like really want to help everybody and like that's like one of my favorite things to do is just like I will come pick you up at any, like, I drove to the airport for no reason the other day when my friend could have driven the train, like, just to go get her, like, stuff like that, where I'm, like, I know I would have liked if someone did it for me, like, just kind of the person I've become, I'm really, like, I like where I'm going in life, and then gymnastics-wise, um, probably finally figuring out how to get to Georgia was really my, um, my biggest thing, that was really, really cool, and that's oh, probably my yeah. biggest, oh, it, <laughs> I was bawling on the phone the minute that it hit me. I was like, mom, I just committed to my dream school. And she, she starts bawling too. 
and she was like no because I like no way like I can't believe you just did that and I was like hey man like it's crazy but Josie yeah. Jindrog is for real she's back yeah. <laughs> the real version this time yeah literally <laughs> And then the last question, you've already answered it, but I guess we'll talk a little bit further about it. Your career goals, your dream job. So obviously you want to coach. Do you want to only coach in college? Or are you open to coaching like outside of college? Um, I think that I really like to do college. I'll be a little surprised if I do club like long-term by choice. I really, really honestly didn't know how much I love coaching um, kids until I started going to Flip Fest and like, for some reason, level seven is like my favorite thing to coach. But then also like flyways are my favorite skill to teach. And giants are my, like, I love spotting, even though I'm all five foot nothing. I'm like, yeah, I promise you can trust me to spot you. They're listening. They're looking at me like I'm taller than you. I'm like, no, I got you. Like, seriously, you're good. And they're like, uh, okay. So <laughs> I definitely want to coach. Like, I really love that. Um, and if I don't end up being able to coach, um, I think I really just want to be involved in athletics somehow. I love NCAA and like, where it's going, um, all of the movements behind, like a lot of stuff, like everything in Title IX, how big it's gotten. Like I love um, how much just we're being able to do. NIL is like awesome or NLI. I always confuse both of them. I know. Um, I get it mixed up too. I'm like, can we not pick different letters here? Why are we doing this? I'm like, I'm dyslexic. You can't do this to me. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. But yeah, so it was really um, just a lot of that. I love to just stay in it. Like I've seen people – be like director of ops there were old gymnasts I've seen people like become strength coaches like if I can just help athletes not have to go through some of the things I went through I think that's my biggest goal in life it's just really like there are a lot of things that don't need to be said certain ways or done certain ways and like if I can just help someone else have a better storyline I'd like that well if there's anything I can tell from this conversation it's that you're very passionate and you're very yeah. hardworking <laughs> and I feel like you can do anything yeah. Too. And I'm really happy that you're getting like the full circle moment yeah, of getting to go to your dream school. And yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm very heartwarming. I feel like it's the amount of people I went to elementary school that reached out to me that were like, I just cried when I saw that. They were like, I knew because everyone, it was so blatantly obvious how much I wanted to go to UGA my whole life. So, like, the people calling me that I haven't talked to since seventh grade, they're like, no way you just did that. And I'm like, I know. Like, it's crazy. So, yeah, it's very, I feel like it was a little like hometown heartwarming story you know yeah yeah I'm so happy for you (laughs) it's the weird thing I talked to somebody on college gym news about this the other day I was like honestly when I was at Kentucky no one really ever like because I look like I know some girls like really don't like when other people do this but like I look like if people write things about me like I like to see what's said like I love outside opinions because if I'm not seeing something and you're seeing something I'd love to hear it like I'd Mm -hmm. love to see how the gym world sees me uh, type of stuff like just because different programs put out different amounts of stuff of people. So like some programs you feel like, you know, the girls like they're your best friend. And then other ones, it's like, wait, she's from Colorado. Like, or something like, like you know nothing about them. So like, since I've committed to Georgia, it's crazy how many people, like I didn't realize people knew who I was until this year. And she was saying it too. I don't know, remember the girl's name that I was talking to, but she was like, it's funny. Cause I've watched you the past four years, but like, I never write anything about you. She was like, and I never thought anything about that. She was like, but like, we noticed you. And I was like, I like, I never really thought anybody noticed if I did stuff or not, or like if I was competing certain events or not or cared, like, and it's just funny. So like now, like I'm getting to talk to people more about my story and it's like, I feel so much more. I'm like, okay, so people have seen me for the past couple of years. Like, and like, I never even thought they did. So it's just really, that's a really funny part of like transferring right now that I'm like, it's yeah. crazy. Like I forget that I am seen like, and like now I feel it, I guess more, but it's just funny. See, we have like, uh, we, we interview a lot of, we do elite interviews, but we also do a lot of like college athletes. 
I've listened to yeah, I've listened to a couple of them. Okay, yeah. So we actually had you on our list for a while. Really? Yeah, even before the whole Georgia stuff. Mm-hmm. Like but then during season, I feel like it's hard because you're so busy and yeah. like I didn't yeah. want to like overwhelm. And I won't after the LSU thing too. I'm like, okay, we gotta get her out. We have to talk about this. <laughs> Did you guys talk to somebody else that where you guys talked about it or something? Because my mom sent me a podcast. She was like, go listen to this amount of time like yes. I was like we, I love it we talked about it when it happened um, yeah. just between yeah, yeah. the two of us like we just mm-hmm. recap meets um, I love it and so, so we're funny. like really passionate about like scoring and all that but we, we were on your side so don't worry <laughs> I, say, I talked to the lady um so one of the alumni here actually like works um up in like NCAA like and she's like a I think she's a lawyer or something but she was talking to me she's like yeah we had to talk about the rule and I'm like well it does it's not written well <laughs> and she's like I know and I'm like Okay, so we're fixing it. Cool. It was just, it's funny. So, like, I agree. Yeah, I, was like, I think everyone, once I talk to people, they're like, oh, now I understand. I'm like, yeah. What do you think about the rule, if you don't mind me asking? Like, do you think um, that, like, you should have been able to, like, because you fell earlier in the routine and you also fell mm-hmm. in the dismount. Yeah. So some people were yeah. saying well, that. Well, she didn't fall in the dismount, but the bean cap fell off. Well, did, wait, well, your hand didn't touch, did it? It did. Yeah, oh, she, okay. She fell. But, yeah, yeah. like. I definitely, yeah. Yeah, but, like, um, you also fell earlier in the routine. So some people were saying yes. that, like you should only have gotten to like redo the dismount because that's where the equipment malfunction happened. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I don't really feel like I'm that that's passionate. hard because then it's going to have to translate to vault. So like, number one, I think beams are built stupid and I don't think the beam cap should be able to come out the way it came out. So that is my first opinion. <laughs> but that's that's me getting, that's me because I punch on the end of the beam all the time. I literally don't understand why they come out so easily. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't we just like make it a whole, which I understand there's things on the inside that they might need to get like fixed and stuff. So that's why they do it. But I think that like they just need to specifically write for each event. Like I don't think that you should just have to redo the skillet malfunction on because like once you're in a rhythm of a routine, especially on bars, like if you told me to get up and do a swing shoot over, like it's gonna be terrible. It's not gonna be good because I do a Jaeger shoot over. So like if it malfunctioned on the shoot over, like are you gonna let me redo the Jaeger? Like right. I think that's a really really hard rule, especially like because then it's gonna probably go to guys gymnastics too. Like so if if on their seventh pass the floor like does something you're gonna let them do their last pass just individually because you know last pass is like people are usually gassed like they're not like yeah so that's like it's gonna if if they did that I think it really would like not be fair at all because you're in the rhythm of a routine like we don't do sports where you if it was acro that's kind of getting into like acro and tumbling where like they do one pass like mm-hmm. it's not like that so like I think it's hard to judge especially like like would they have me go after the next competitor like they did last time so I get a whole five minutes rest to go oh okay, like, when do you start the new skill? Like, do you get to salute on the beam? Like, that would be really hard. Yeah. Because it's kind of like falling after bars. Like, does the squat on count? Like, does all of this count? Like, when does it start counting? So it's like, I think if they just are more specific about like, okay, if you punched on the beam cap, you cannot go again, which they honestly might need to bring in a video replay for that. Yeah. Like, not for the judges, but I think for the head judge who is not actually judging, like, to review it, which is that going to take more time probably, Um, mm-hmm. yeah. which, like, everyone's, you don't want people getting cold, but I think if they just wrote it specifically for each event, like, Hey, like if the bar chain comes undone, like, yes, you get to redo the whole routine. Um, like I think you should redo the whole routine because yeah. it's a routine, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Cause I mean, you can't tell me to get up and do one series and it's not the same time to do it in a routine. I'm going to do it differently in the routine because I'm in a pace of routine. I'm like, I'm going to get tired. I'm going to get it's just different. So yeah, like the routine has a hard. rhythm to it. <laughs> yeah. And like, there's certain things that like, I watch girls do skills in their routine. that looks completely different than when they do it individually, because they have like a bunch of dance beforehands that uses their arms more. So their arms are always tired when they do that skill. Like there's always like stuff like that where I'm like, 
the girls are going to score higher. I was like, if you get me to do a dismount outside of my routine, it's going to be the best dismount you've ever seen in your life. Like, yeah. And jump so much better. My legs aren't tired. I'm not tired. Like, it would just, it would just be different. And then, I don't know. That's, that's hard. So I think you should, I personally think you should do the whole routine again. Yeah. I think that it should just be a little more specific. Like, hey, if the beam cap, like if you punched on it, not really supposed to punch on it. It's just weird because at some, like if I was at a different meet, that beam cap might've stayed in and I would have just made it like, and then. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's a weird rule, but I think you should still do the whole routine. <laughs> I agree. That was my opinion as well, but <laughs> yeah. you know. So that was a big rant about that one. That was yeah. saving but <laughs> well I know people are going to tune into this podcast probably wanting to hear you talk about that yeah. now it's like you're like associated with that LSU moment so. I know it's just so great I, I didn't realize they have like where they sit down after meets and like talk to people and then there's the because the, there's one interview that my whole team is in there laughing at on the bus because I'm like this girl is standing by the beam like it's a crime scene like <laughs> talking about, and I'm sitting there going girl it does not matter like it's half a 10 first of all second of all like we all had mess ups during that meet like it's not football where it's the one play that really made the whole game like it's yeah I'm like a couple of us probably could have done better on this or that like well and again and I'm I'm like fairly certain that I'm correct in this I had to like rewind and like think back about the meet but you so when you redid the routine the score your your score with the fall was already in and you guys had already were ahead of LSU at that point like after yeah. Raina went yeah um was that on I, TV were you watching yeah like the, the stream I think that they did the scoring wrong on TV I think that that's okay. what was being said because I think that I know it was really close I don't know exactly what because I was honestly super anxious so I was like okay don't look at it like just do your best like yeah whatever but I think my mom because my mom was not there my dad was my dad was saying that the scores that were on the Jumbotron were different than what we were playing on the TV. I think they, okay, you know, okay. sometimes they that they get ahead of track and then they like do stuff and it's just messed yeah. up. That's that, why I like, said I wasn't sure because like on yeah. the TV, yes, you guys were definitely winning, but like, I don't know if that was correct. Cause yeah, sometimes yeah. they put in the wrong score. Yeah. I think it was, I think they messed it up and then they fixed it, but it was like the timing was very like, hey, yeah. did they like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that was very, I, one thing about that I did get up and do a different routine no one talked about it until very recently and I'm like the way that my routine is done I don't need the second layout and it was so crooked I literally would have gotten hurt so I was like okay that wasn't me getting up there being like oh I'm gonna do my easier routine it was oh wow I almost just died um I'm gonna be safe and just stay here (laughs) so yeah I I didn't even realize that you did a different routine I did a hand layout instead of a hand lele in my second routine oh okay I'll have to send you I'll send it through Instagram where you guys sent me the link I'll send you the video like my sec- my first layout in that second routine was literally a helicopter. Like my legs went around the side. I my arms were over here trying to save me and I stood up and my face was like <laughs> How'd I get here? <laughs> I was like, I'm on the beam. I don't know how, but I'm on the beam. <laughs> that was really funny. But so I think you should like, I don't know, that's part of the rule too that probably needs to be there's a lot of things that I think, especially now, because of I mean, you can tune in online way better and actually know what's going on that it's gonna be talked about, which I don't know where they want to go. I feel like either way that they put the rule, people are going to get mad. Yeah. That's how every rule is nowadays. So, right. yeah, I can't yeah. but I think it should just be more specified, which is the way it is done. But And yeah. general reminder <laughs> that it's never the athlete's fault. Whatever's going on with the score, the equipment has nothing to do with you. We do what we're told and yeah. we just are trying to do the sport we trained our whole life at and we are human beings. That's 
my biggest takeaway from that. I'm like, um, we do read the stuff you get, like, we do read what people write on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We do, a lot of us do get upset about it. A lot of us have to literally, I've, I have girls that have taken themselves fully off Twitter because of, like, gym fans, which, like, sometimes, like, I need that little confidence boost, so I'll go and, like, read the recaps. And I also just like to see what other people think of, like, the team I'm on. Like, I'm very curious. I, yeah. I don't know. But it can be really nice. Like, majority Mm -hmm. of the time, people are being really, really nice. So when you're saying those things. There's a few out there that you're like. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, I wish I didn't see that one. But you can't always control that either. So it's like you got to either commit to seeing all of it or you're not at all. But yeah, yeah, for the most part, I want to say it's usually pretty positive, depending on. Yeah. Maybe maybe what team you're on. (laughs) I feel bad for some of the bigger name girls. Like, I watch some of that stuff. I'm like, dude, she's a sweetheart. Like, don't don't talk about her like that. I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. But there were some people saying that I did that on purpose, which I thought was really funny. Come on. I, it was the funniest thing because I, I was begging my mom. I was like, can I respond, please? And be like, if I was that good, I wouldn't have fallen in the first place. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> this wouldn't be a conversation. I was like, if I was that good that I can do that on purpose. It's funny, though. Like, the younger generation, like, watching, you know, when you're younger, too, and you're watching, you're like, oh, come on. Like, and I'm like, girl, be realistic here. Can can you put your foot on the bank cup and make it fall off if you really want to in the middle of a skill? No. Right. And risk potentially hurting yourself. Like, why exactly. would you do that? I was like, I was not in good shape. Like, I was not in a good shape in that, like, me. Like, my body was not okay. So, like, the fact that I stayed on the beam in the second routine was glorious to me. And I was like, I, you know, I'm alive to tell the story. I was like, <laughs> I'm in pain. I'm going to take a week and really recover mentally and physically. So, yeah. it was, yeah. But I wish, like, we could have gotten to sit down, like, Kentucky could have gotten to sit down, like, after meets, because, like, I've never had a, um, I've never really had anyone ask me about, like, meets, or, and I think they do that a little bit in Georgia, like, is what some girls have said, like, they sit down and talk after the meet, which, like, yeah, I love that stuff, because you get to hear it, like, you actually know what's going on, and, like, you see it football, basketball, baseball, like, you get to talk to everybody instead of just the star player, like, yeah, I, like, I don't know, I well, wish they, like, I- on my side well, so, but, well right yeah because jay clark was doing press conferences after that yeah, so we got to yes. hear all his thoughts so it would have been mm-hmm. nice to hear from you right after yeah. the fact you know what was going you on should have called me at the hotel been like hey <laughs> we need to talk i would have been like on my way one second like <laughs> i scream in hand after my meet i'm like okay i'm ready like, it would have <laughs> been funny but well, i'm glad i got to like tell my story and everything you guys gotta talk to bailey bunn on kentucky she's so funny and you would probably love talking to her okay we'll put that's her down one, that's one person you literally gotta talk to funniest person I've ever met in my life and she's got a lot to say so all right we'll put her on the so bailey yes. bunn if you're listening we're gonna be reaching out to you oh yeah got to she's funny but yeah well thank you so much for doing this i feel like this interview has been very insightful yeah into the mind of a, of a college athlete and yeah. I think people are going to enjoy it. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you for reaching out to me. I love this. Yeah. Your story is so great. And again, we've said it a million times. We're just so, so happy for you. So proud of you. Thank and you. next season is going to be so good. Georgia is going to kill it. I, I have a good feeling. Yeah. This is it. This is the year. I do too. This team is already awesome. And I'm watch out for us. We'll be out there. <laughs> That does it for this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we want to say thank you again so much to Josie for coming on the show. It was seriously so much fun to talk with you. And we would love to have you on again in the future because we seriously had so much fun. So thank you again. And best of luck next season, of course. As far as next week's episode, we may have a new episode out and we may not. We're kind of on the fence. It just depends on how busy our schedules are next week. We initially were planning on taking a little break 
great. But then we also know that the Pan American Games are going to be happening on July 15th through the 17th. So we'll be watching that and there's a possibility that we may feel the burning desire to recap that meet. So stay tuned to see if we actually end up putting out a new episode or not. But if not, we will probably be back the following week. And in the meantime, we hope you guys have a lovely week. We love you so much, and we will talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye.